0: Episode 176 of the Bevan James will Show, my interview with Grant Goes. Welcome along to episode 176 of the Bevan James, I'll show you a fortnightly podcast on the behaviours that create a lifetime love of exercise so you can get all the benefits that come alongside it. I'm going to do a very quick introduction today because uh, I've got an interview which funnily kind of didn't necessarily go how I originally planned it and what I mean by that is I contacted a a friend of mine in the fitness industry, a guy by the name of Grant Goes who... I was based in New Zealand for a long time, very successful in New Zealand in the fitness industry, and then about ten years ago, he went over to Dubai and into the Middle East there, and has had a career over there, and became a bit of a household name over there. He won some big fitness challenges, kind of TV—I think they're kind of like TV challenges. Has built a real great name for himself in the fitness industry, and so I thought I'd get him on the show. So, um, so I asked him if he wanted to come on the podcast, and then it turns out that he's doing a and youtube video show which he's just started doing and it's called find fit people and uh, so when we when we kind of hooked up, it kind of turned out that more that I was on his show <laughs> than, than he was on this podcast. So we kind of, caught, it was actually last night we caught up together, and um, he normally does 30 minutes for his show, and we just got kind of it talking and yeah, passionate people to think about, talking about things they care about. And so he kind of, it's more him interviewing me, um, although he does share some insights along the way. Um, but, you know, normally he does half an hour, and we were an hour into it, and we we're like, we've got to put the plug on this because we could talk for five days if we wanted to. So um, what I'm putting up today is, is it's kind of an interview of me from Grant Goes, um, and I imagine if you've listened to the show for a long time, you'll hear some themes, and you'll hear things I've talked about in the past, but maybe uh, some things I haven't talked about for a while, and there might be some good little tidbits in there for you, and so it's just kind of a deep insight into what creates fitness success, um, and just some lessons along the way, and, and it was interesting, at the end of it, he asked me to wrap up the conversation, and it was it was just one of those conversations where there's maybe just some good insight by listening to the conversation so that's pretty much going to be today's show and I'm not going to do a big introduction for today's show because the interview is an hour long so pretty much going to there's lots I do want to talk about I've just come back from this big training weekend and I've learned lots of stuff and so there's plenty I can talk about on the next episode of the Bevan James Isle show but that will be coming soon. Now on that front, I do want to say a big thank you to all the patrons of the show, uh, the patrons of the show who support the other sh- uh, people who support the show by donating a bit of their hard-earned money every time I release an episode. And these people, uh, people like Ella, Boom Boom, Powell, Green. We've got Darren Dangerous Boussain, we've got Sarah the Oracle Hill. we've got Scott Akadeka Young, and we've got David the Unstoppable Storm Hail. These people donate a little bit of their hard-earned money each time I release a show, and it just supports me in what I'm doing. If you do want to support this show, um, you can go to bevanjamesoz.com and just go to where it says Support Bevan, or the podcast section, Support the Show, and you go through the Patreon process, and then each time I release an episode, you'll just donate a little bit of your own money our way. Uh, Other than that, I'm just going to go straight into the interview because, again, she's a long one. So here is my interview with Grant Goes where he kind of interviews me.
1: Cool, guys, welcome on the find for people. Uh, platform helps you find the best and connects you with the best in health, sports, and fitness. Uh, today, we're talking with Bevan James Isles. He's an absolute legend, absolute legend, and he still looks as young as he does. About, um, I would say, thirty years ago, bro, it's something like that. Yeah, I look like a <laughs> teen. Anyway, guys, I'm going to bring him straight into the show, and as you can see, here he is. Oh, there he is, good-looking man himself. I'm just going to put him on full screen so he's up there as well. Beautiful. He's in the middle, mate. Welcome along, fine for people. And uh, um, so, so let's get up. I mean, obviously, people are going to be watching this as well. So let's gonna, let, let, let's start with you, Broke. Um, I, I had to go back through and look at your podcast. You up to 174 and podcasts, which seems to be awesome. And I remember back um, in the day when we were doing body attack and stuff like that. Um, you're you're an awesome speaker back then. And now I've just seen all these different podcasts and stuff like that. Um, I don't think many people actually know it well definitely from this side of the world don't know the background story behind behind you bro the, the, the background story what got you into the fitness journey because that's what you are you're a, you're a, you're the most charismatic passionate energetic guy i've met when it comes to fitness and it's uh it's infectious you know but i think there's a there's a background story that got you into here and, and where you've gone so you how about you start with this the okay. if you can just let the guys know kind of yeah, well, I think, I think um, you and I
0: both have very interesting background stories, don't we? Because I, um, <clears throat> my background story is basically yeah. I was I was a total failure, really. Um, I left school at fifteen uh, with no qualifications. Like, and um, the joke I always make is that it wasn't that I was intelligent and didn't apply myself. I was actually just a bit of a thick shit, you know. Like, I really I really was. Like, <laughs> I um, I couldn't spell. <laughs> I couldn't read. Yeah. I basically had, I really had no skills at all. Um, And I kind of went down this really bad path with drugs and alcohol. And and I was the kind of guy, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it 100%. So when I was on that path, I was, you know, I was stoned 24-7. I was the guy who was asleep at a party because I got too drunk. Um, And and, Mm -hmm. and with that comes the sense of loss of ethics and morals. And and you kind of of just become this person who's a bit of a bad influence on not just yourself, but the whole world. Um, And then I had a really bad lsd drug experience one night and like a horrific one and it was a moment that made me really self-reflect upon who i was and um just made me think geez is this the life you want and it was a bit of a scary moment but it was also a really important moment because at that moment i realized it wasn't what i wanted to be but i also knew i was kind of not good at anything in life you know i wasn't skilled at anything um I was you know, I had this kind of period of time where I just diminished myself. And I remember just thinking at the mm. time, well, what was the one thing you've ever been good at in life? And it was kind of fitness. Like I was always pretty good at fitness as a kid. And so I thought oh, I'll just get back yeah. into doing some exercise. And I remember I don't know if you remember the Power Rider, which was a, a TV television yeah, product. I mean. And it basically looked like you're humping yeah. this machine. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my <laughs> mum had bought a Power Rider, and so I thought to myself, well, all I'm going to start doing is doing that 30 minutes a day, and so I started just doing that 30 minutes a day, and, and at this stage I was still doing drugs and alcohol and all the rest of it, and but I was starting to get back into exercise, and then mm. um, I remember I started kind of started to shift myself as a person, and then I got to the point where I was like, if I ever miss if I ever miss exercise because of drugs and alcohol, I'll quit drugs and alcohol, and then one day I went out and had a big night, you know, on the drugs and alcohol. And the next day I didn't do mm. exercise. And so I went cold turkey, like, the next week. Like, I like, basically from that moment oh, really? forward, Yeah, and I haven't touched either since in, like, 20, 23 years. Um, and then yeah. I just went full steamer heap with exercise. And, and, but more importantly, exercise was such an important thing for me because it taught me that I can grow. So from there I, I got a career in fitness yeah. and so on. So then once I found exercise, I thought, well, what I've done with exercise, why can't I do that with spelling? So like at 20, I went and did spelling lessons with a five-year-old sitting next to me. Like, I'm, I'm really proud of lots of things I've done in my fitness career, but the thing I'm most proud of, like I've written a book, and this is a guy who couldn't spell the. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, so fitness <laughs> changes. Thing, yeah, oh, totally, mate. And, and fitness for me is that thing of, it's, sure, there's so many benefits of fitness, but it's that what it opens you up to is the possibility of self and, you know, for yeah. me, at, at that moment in my life when I needed to find that, it was a guiding light. But then it's opened me up in so many other areas that I didn't think were possible. But because I had that experience, it really did open me up. And, uh, you know, and then from there, I just, you know, went hardcore into it Iron Man and the career. And, <laughs> um You know, so, I, I, you know, I, I yeah, love
1: tell, it. Tell, tell the guys what you're doing, bro. Because, I mean, you, you, I mean, literally, I mean, this is this the story you talk about, You talk about, I mean, you see these, um, people that you are okay, whether we think about it or not you are a, a, a global recognised face on levels through Les Mills and then through the running and, and, and Ironman you've, you've done it on world stage and, you know you, what you've just said you've gone to now this completely different world where you do inspire millions I, 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 100% not just through Les Mills but through the other things that you do as, as well you know and that change and you know people can change and, and when people apply themselves mm-hmm. You know, when they're really, you know, for you, there's a there's a, there's a click, a switch, something. When and then you're like, dude, that's it. You know, to go cold turkey, for a lot of people, they find hard, right? Yeah. That they, they won't switch just like that. But you you've done that, and now you're in that space. I mean, I don't know how many Ironmans have you done now? I mean, oh, well,
0: I don't do them anymore. I've kind of retired from that. But I did about eight or not, eight Ironmans in my time. So, but I got to a pretty Ironman. high level. Um, but I was you did a Kona, right? Yeah, I did Kona. Yeah, I did the, Kona. yeah, I did the Ironman Kona's –
1: and that's the sure yeah, isn't Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, I did.
0: It was a crazy time. Like at that time in my life, I would exercise 30 hours a week, every week. You know, I yeah. think I, I've <laughs> probably averaged around 30 hours of exercise for probably six years of my life, you know, and um, mm. yeah. But I, I loved it. Like, I don't – like, I yeah. just – it's what we love doing, isn't it? You know, we love exercising. Yeah, I and, have. Um, and, and the reason I loved it was it was the ultimate discovery of self. Like, that, to me – that was what it was all about was can I find a higher self through this thing that I'm doing and, and that's why it's such an appealing sport because every day there's a big challenge you've got to face um yeah and, and I loved that kind of can I live up to that you know and and, mm-hmm. and I just there's I remember I, I, I not, and there's a thing in Ironman that a lot of people just do one Man. they're called the one and done yeah and, yeah. and not diminishing that, that at all because it's still an amazing achievement but I remember a friend of mine said to me the problem with the people who do one and done is they don't really get the true lessons of an Man. and you know yeah. I, I did it for about 8 years and at the end mm-hmm. of it the, the, the true lesson is, is that I can grow and achieve things that I never thought possible and you, once you've done that for a certain period of time you hold that for the rest of your life and it's such mm. a powerful thing to move forward for in life with because possibility is just such an important part of being successful in life,
1: you know, and, and
0: the, the, the idea that I think I can and that's totally. definitely I mean gave me that.
1: What about the side of it? Like an addiction to once you've had a taste, like you, you, you eat cold turkey, you changed and you made these other choices. Fitness became a massive part of your life. And you obviously got there's an addiction. You got addicted to fitness and you got addicted to being successful and to make changes like with spelling. I mean, you're a musician as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the, and it, Section to grow and to succeed? Do you think that's what happened for you or yeah, is yeah. it in a good
0: way? Yeah, totally. And, and yes. in some ways there were some downfalls of that. Like I, I definitely, once I got the taste, I was like, I'm just going for it, mate. You know, like, and, and yeah. I, I'm a big believer in learning how to be successful. Um, and yeah. and I, I often talk about, um, you know, you, you look at different types of athletes. So you see some athletes have an amazing athletic career and then once their career mm. finishes, their life turns to custard. You know, they, yeah. they're, basi- yeah. they're basically just good sports people. And then you see yeah. athletes who have an amazing athletic career. And then once their, life, their sporting career finishes, they have an amazing life after the fact. Um, mm. I don't know if many of your people will know rugby, but Richie McCaw is one of the greatest rugby players of all time. Now, he's retired in the last couple of years. You, he's yeah. a successful man. You know, whatever he does next, he's going to be successful at. And, and, helicopter pilot yeah, um, yeah. adventure He's, racer, racer. Yeah. he just knows how to be successful and to me that's yeah. that's kind of the journey of life is that it's not that I'm just good at one thing it's I know how to be successful and, and then it's just a formula that I can take into different activities that I do so the lessons yeah. I learned from Man I take into piano the lessons I learned from piano I take into business so you're just learning yeah. how to be successful as a person and to me, any, any time you put yourself in growth points, you get the ability to learn. And that's why I think the mm. idea of challenging and growing yourself is a really important thing because it, it it evolves that success formula.
1: What are some of the things for you that, when you look back, what are some of those things that have are part of that formula for you that, that you've put together to be successful in these different facets or different areas of your life?
0: Yeah, I, I, you, I, I think the more you can get good it pre like I love the idea of winning the moment before you experience the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean okay, by yeah. that is,
1: Visual.
0: yeah, well, lots of tools really. So like I'm a big I'm a big mm. planner of my time, and, and yeah. the reason I'm a big planner of time because I want to make sure I'm focused and have right energy at the right times in my day. So let's say I'm going to go for a mm-hmm. run. I've got to do really hard sit in there. If I'm planning that at a poor time of the day, and I'm tired. The chance of me succeeding in that is less, and so I'm trying to be wise with my time, so I can have the right energy at the right time. It is preloading mm-hmm. things like my, my visualization techniques. Um, I love to do the strategy of how will I feel once I've smashed that set. So instead of being afraid mm. of that set, I want to. I, I put the 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 appeal of nailing that set as a thing I want to get. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's all these little mind tricks that you develop, and then once you know those skills, your skills or those tricks, your job is to consistently put them in place. You know, so like... Yeah, totally. You know, like every time I go for a run, I'm going to spend that five, ten minutes doing that mental prep because I know I'm going to be more successful with my run if I do that. Whereas I think a lot of people yeah, just wicked. train, they just get out and train, and it's better than doing nothing, but they're not
1: really... having yeah, where yeah. are they? Where are they going? Like they're kind of like yeah, a lot of people just get out the door, and like where and like literally, where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> One point of the other, or just immensely. the like okay, you've seen this. I look at it as stand on top of the mountain, that, that that rocky bar bar moment. Yeah. These are the things you're you're seeing, right? Every set. and it, it's really interesting that you just said that you do it for the simple things like going for a run or that 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 training set where I think that a lot of people don't apply themselves. Mm. You know, people are looking for the big glory. They're looking for that, where they win the championship, not the visualize the greatness out of the journey or the development or the, the steps they take. Yeah. And that, that's why I think a lot of people uh, fall, fall back. And so it's really interesting that you've just, you just, know, how you know, you hear it all the time, the little steps are the ones that are important. You know, yeah. you, people don't see the the... the the iceberg or the, the bottom of the iceberg they see the tip of the iceberg they don't see everything else below like what are the, the greatest like Tiger Woods and even Lance Armstrong and, okay. and uh, Roger Federer. What do they do away from the cameras? What have they done away from the public eye? You know the hours they put behind just to get to that point to be, to stand out and that's I mean I think just really important that you've nailed or
0: Developing processes and tools and, and systems for that like I spend a lot of like I, every week I have I spend quite a lot of time setting myself up for success, for the opportunity to be successful in my day. Um, mm. And um, like I have like a weekly meeting I have for myself each week and it's, and it's about planning my time and planning where I want to have my energy at my different times. Each day I sit down and write objectives for the day. I, like I, it's to be to to win consistently day in, day out. And what I mean by winning is just living a day that you can be proud of. It's not beating uh-huh. anybody, but it's just like, at the end of the day I, I love this idea of how, how often do you go to bed satisfied with your day you know what i mean and yeah well you know what i mean and like some, you know if you've been yeah, totally. all day on facebook and you've eaten shit food and you haven't done all the things you want to do you go to your bed feeling you've mm-hmm. wasted your life and then totally. you, you get those days when you go to bed and it's like man i, I couldn't have spent a minute better today and you know and it might mm-hmm. be you know and i love the idea of how many days do i consistently hit that and then, what does it take for mm. me to do that? And to me, learning those processes and that kind of success formula to do that is a big part of your own personal development, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah i absolutely. I totally agree, 100. percent I mean, you know, it, I don't think there is a. Um, I don't think there's a secret formula. I think there is just more that people. It's, it's a thing when, you, when someone wants something, they go and do it. Yeah. You know, when they really, truly want it, they'll, they'll put, apply themselves in, in either way they go. And I look, I always look at life as like, even day to day, as a blank sheet of paper and you can do whatever the frick you want. You know, realistically, it's like, yeah, you know, people say, oh, I can't because I'm used to smoking or I'm used to eating bad foods or I'm used to not exercising and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's all these things you've, you've picked up over life. But really, at the end of the day, you can wake up and you can be a completely different person if you chose to and if you really, yeah. really wanted to. You know you eat you cold turkey on on the drugs and alcohol type of thing after i mean how long were you on there for you were, for a while huh and yeah for three or four years it. It. like it was 24
0: 7 like it was pretty hardcore and i was pretty young so like yeah but it's, it, it's funny it's isn't snatched. it because the one thing everyone who has a habit of exercise has is they prioritize mm. exercise
1: yeah you know totally it's as simple as that, even over it? family sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah truly yeah
0: but you know like when you wake up in your day ground I'm sure you think,
1: when am I going to put my exercise in? Well, it's a very interesting thing because it's always been, it's always part of my mind and and like 39 now and definitely always thinking about fitness. But I've had moments where, and this is the thing I've been honest over lately, that, you know, I've gone through moments where I haven't trained. I'm talking about months. Um, Probably the last time I did serious training was maybe three years ago. And now I'm looking for different ways or directions, I should say. So like, I'm playing touch rugby now. I've been, um, been playing a bit of, uh, doing, sorry, doing like, kite surfing and stuff like that. You know, get a bit older, the body starts to feel a bit worn out. So you want to you stay active so simply for simply the sake of staying active, right? Yeah. And it's always played in there. But there were definitely moments where I've had, I've had days, and I'm, I'm really open about this, where I've gone at the end of the day, and I'm going like, what the frick have I just done? What a waste of a day I, sh- I should have done. Okay. something else. I could have gone for that run, could have gone for that cycle, could have gone for that, that, that other stuff, but still, yeah, for me, it, it, it's a habit, it's habitual to say, fitness, active, move. Um, and it's pretty funny, because I've, even being at 39, I still, I still don't, uh, what do you call it? I I'm still not as, what well, I would consider uh, consistent as I should be. I don't know, if I, if I, if, yeah, like, I think like, You know, back, uh, I've been here in Dubai, i in a culture, different environment. Um, Like, probably three years ago, I'll be training four, five hours a day. So whether it be weights, whether it be running, whether it's cycling, whether it be um, mobility movement, anything like that. Whereas the last three years, it's been more just kind of, um, just be active for the sake of active. And I've definitely, like, lost some direction some days um, Mm -hmm. for that. But it's still, it's always there. But it's ingrained to be okay wake up i want to go and do something just active for the sake of being active you know yeah i remember talking to the lisa and we were talking about how we would just if we could spend every day of our life just exercising that we would yeah so you put bread on the table and, and stuff like that um, it's a really interesting mindset because it comes down differently like i, I find it hard like people I find it hard to understand why i want to exercise all the time Yeah, i find it hard why people don't want to exercise all yeah, the time yeah totally you, you know there's that it's two different sides of the music and i think like you
0: like you can i can i ask why um what's your why for exercise now because obviously about you know earlier on and even up to about three or four years ago it sounds like you know it was definitely about kind of pushing limits and maybe being competitive because i know you did lots of kind of competitions over there and um so so what's the why for exercise for you now
1: that, that's the thing. So at the moment, it, I struggle with the same why. I mean, my definite my why in general is because I've I still have the mindset or the, my mind is twenty one, yeah. even though my body has changed. Right, It's still I it still is just as competitive. When I want to do something, I don't want to be stepped by anyone in, on the touch field. I don't want anyone to, to push me over or anything like that. When um, I'm kite surfing, I want to be doing those flips, those jumps, those turns. Yeah. Um, I I'll want to be able to simply, you know, if I see if a marathon comes up or a adventure race comes up, I want to be able to go there, and I don't want to just participate. Mm. I want to be minimum top ten. You know, that's that's my thing. So, uh, but this this is for me. This is a, a habit thing that's been worked on for thirty or well, thirty six years, I'd say. If so yeah. the last thirty three years, not the same. But even still, now it's like, yeah, I, I'm not here to just partake and make up numbers. I'm here to stand out, be different, or just to um, to exceed, and not, not for any reason of the glory or um, people look but just because no, it's just it's, it's the nature within myself so the why you know and I'll, I'll still well, I still look like this it's funny when you say I'm still passionate about fitness but I still go through months where they're like yeah I hate doing certain things yeah. I hate going for that maybe their massive long run like maybe a 42k run I would, I would be like nah I'll even say 10k you know yeah. but at the end of the day the, the passion overrides the hate and mm. You still go forward, you know. There's a bigger why because at the end of the day, I'm still much uh, very. I think with those similarities with self, where I don't want to waste a day, mm-hmm. I don't want to want to waste a second, you know. When people say, "Oh, you should sit down and rest," oh, rest, what I'm dead, you know. <laughs> that mentality, they kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> that you yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's me, I, I've always been always taken away that. Time is your biggest commodity. Whether you like it or not, you've got a limited amount of time, mm. and you just—if you don't make use of it in the way that you truly, truly are passionate about—then, for me, you're wasting your time. You know, if you want to be the greatest accountant and you want to spend all your time doing an accountant, and that's what makes you truly happy, for me, that's what you should go and do. No, hundred percent. So for me, it's it's been active it's been outside that, that that's what it is for me it's, it's connecting with people and talking with people so well, it's, it's interesting yeah, if, the in
0: the time i've known you you know when we spent more time together the one thing that we always came mm. across with you was um a sense of you like adventure and you like to express yourself you know like i remember yeah. you did the auckland marathon and this is when you weren't really running at all when you just one day you turned up and you <laughs> did the auckland marathon and i, and I, and I and like, this is when i was being a pretty hardcore athlete and i remember thinking you're pretty fit, maybe. You're a bloody idiot, but you did it, you know. And, and, and but that was a, that's kind of always, you know, like you've always had that sense of I'm going to try, and, and not you know because you know you, you're you're very broad in what you're willing to try, um, yeah. you know. Whereas a lot of people with fitness, they kind of just stay with the thing that they're good at. Whereas, you know, know, I think you're even doing parkour before it was even a thing, you know, like, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, and you've always just had, and even now, as you talk about doing kite surfing, you know, you, I think one of the things that comes through with you is that there's a longing for a sense of kind of adventure. Would that be a fair comment?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%, 100%. Like, again, it comes back, and for me, it comes back to that whole thing of, of time is like, why not? You know, why, I know it sounds cliche, but, you know, why why can I? Why could I not be? If I wanted to be, why can I not go for prime minister, president? Yeah. Why could I not change the world in some way? What makes you know? I, I don't like. And I don't mean it in any disrespectful way, but like I look at celebrities and like for me, it's the same as anybody else, it's just yeah. someone who's taken time to go more passionate about what they want to do, you know. Yeah. And like and I and I, I shouldn't. I I sometimes have to stop myself and go like, Listen. um, you know, it's. I find myself going like eh, who cares, but then i be still be celebrating what they have achieved. Yep. that makes any sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, um, I kind of lay it down the whole story. and actually, to be honest, that's actually one of the things that when we were doing, uh, when I was doing the body tech, and you're still doing it, mate, yeah. which just yeah. awesome, but when I was doing the body tech thing, and people come up to me, and they were like, oh, that's amazing, blah, 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 I used to brush it off, it's like, look, I'm just the same as anybody else. I don't, I never, ever saw a difference between me or anyone else that, that yeah. did it, and if anything, I, think I had to learn, actually, funny enough, I had to learn that um, sometimes I don't have to have a hardcore mindset, sometimes it's good just to pull back and be like, it's, it's something now you've given to someone, you know what I mean? Yep. They're inspired, they've now, they've now moved, and you know, me, I haven't meant to do anything, for example, um, on the stage, but they saw it, that inspired them, they got them moving, you know, sometimes neglected to acknowledge Yeah, and that that's interesting, it's interesting them. when you think
0: about that, because the one thing I learned, Um, one thing that's interesting with fitness is I have this theory that we get more respect because we're good at things that people suck at. So most people suck at exercise. So when they look at someone Mm -hmm. like us, who, let's be honest, we work hard, but we don't find exercise hard. If you get what I mean? Like the idea of us getting out the door to do exercise is not hard, but we we train hard. Mm -hmm. So it's hard, but it's not... It's not a barrier for us to overcome. So for that reason, we get a lot of respect from people because we're good at the thing that they're bad at. And, you know, so people look at us and they go, oh my God, you know, you you, you can just get up tomorrow and run a marathon. And, you know, the Mm. idea of running 2Ks is just ridiculous to them. So we get this kind of unfair respect. And early on in my career, I was a bit like you. I didn't really know what that was. I didn't know what to do with it. And then I remember I got to like my Mm -hmm. late 20s and, and I was like, oh, it's got a it's Spider-Man thing. Oh, so if people see me in this light and I and they respect me, how do I want to use that to help them be better? You know, how do, yeah. I, how so, do I want yeah. to use that? Yeah. You know, if, 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 if you respect me because I do something that actually is pretty easy for me, but still you respect me highly, how can I open yeah. you up to possibilities of what you can be? Um and it's you know, and to be honest, if you look at my career, very much my twenties was very much about me. It was about me trying mm-hmm. to be the best body attack instructor I could be, it was about me trying to be the best Iron Man I could be. And then when I got into my 30s, my, my career really shifted. And I'm still someone who loves a fitness challenge, but nowadays my career is very much just about how do I help other people love exercise. Um yeah. but, and, and what's been really fascinating is I've learned so many lessons I would have never learned if I just kind of focused on myself still. And, and, and with that understanding of, right. I do get respect because I'm good at exercise. Then if I can go, well, shit, I can use it to help other people. And to be honest, mm-hmm. when I go with what I find most rewarding in my career, like, like I love doing a high man, I love doing body attack a hundred, like I love all that stuff. But mate, when I help yeah. people, when I help others love exercise, nothing beats that, Yeah, you know, now that's Sorry. the best, <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: it, it, it when, when you, you do it, and you do it naturally. You know, you, you know. You, no, one to, no one had to, teach you. I mean, you taught yourself, or you showed yourself. Yeah. The 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 have you learned? Um, have you learned from that? Like when you do this, when you help others love fitness, Have oh, you so le- like? The, yeah, I mean. <laughs> you, you, I mean, obviously the desire to help people love fitness, but I mean, yeah, you must take back so much oh. in learning from, from people. I mean, well, what there, are some of those so things? there's so many things I've
0: learned. Like, like, for example, here's some really good things I've learned. Because um, got, I've got a beginner running group. It's, it's kind of like the Couch to Five app, but it's, it's just a running group. Coaches, support, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, because the Couch to Five app is actually a really unsuccessful app. Most people who download it don't run 5Ks. So it's actually a real failing app. Our running group, we get 90% of people who join us run 5Ks. And the people who are 35, 55, overweight, never exercise their whole life. And we have a 90% success mm. rate. Well, I'm so proud of it. Um, wow. yeah well done, man. Well, yeah. Well and, and, and so there's many things, like stupid things that I never would have thought. Mothers always put themselves last. So mothers yes, true. always put themselves last and their health always comes last. So... Mm -hmm. You know, so one thing that mothers need to learn to do is to learn to be able to prioritize enough of their life to be able Mm to put some of their own health in. And the thing they learn, which I've learned from helping lots of mothers, is that it's better for their kids if they do that because they're in a better place within themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. when when they give themselves a little bit of time for a bit of fitness, they feel better about themselves, they have better energy, they're less stressed. So their kids actually get a better version. But mothers think that they Mm -hmm. have to sacrifice themselves because that's the mother's role. And I would have never learned yeah. that if I didn't help beginners. Um, but some of the other things I learned, True. Um, like on. one thing that's really important for a beginner and I call entry point. So the entry point represents what's their first experience of exercise like with you? And so what that means mm-hmm. is that what's the entry point experience? When they come along to your first exercise experience, what's the entry point? Now, when I designed our 5K program, I I thought, okay, that entry point needs to be a level where I guarantee they walk away from that first session going, oh my God, I was successful. Mm -hmm. Now, when I I designed it, I designed it so they're exercising, but I designed it where they can't lose, where they're guaranteed to be successful because these people are so vulnerable and they have a history Mm -hmm. of failure. If you can give them one moment where they they come along and they go, shit, I did it. And then what happens is if they do one, then they think, well, well, then I can turn up to the next session. So then the next session, you make sure they win again. And then what's really important is as you stretch them, like, like if you and I, if I was training you mate, I'd be stretching you like crazy. Come on mate, here's the next level. Yeah. These guys, your stretch is mm-hmm. like a centimeter because you just got to cap. say
1: what: you What is it? What, like when you say a, win, a winning, when you say you want them to win, let's say, it is the mother of the first time that hasn't run. Yeah. So what, what is the something that you do or you do that is winning for them?
0: So first of all, the level you, of the exercise you set for them is guaranteed to be a win. So you, you can't set hard
1: exercise for them.
0: It's got to be easy.
1: What do you mean? Come along, do one push-up, done, the whole session, that's it? Or well, come along, walk?
0: Like, for example, um, like we do We do a little bit, our running program, we do a little bit of strength, but it's pretty basic yeah. body care work, uh, body weight work, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's like mm-hmm. no pressure. If you're going to on, do one press-up, hey, that's cool, you know? Uh, yeah. And then they do a walk-run program, and it's like three and a half minutes of walking with 30 seconds of light jogging. But we, we always have to tell them to go slower. We've got to get, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. you're helping them manage their journey so they can be successful. Because one thing I've also yeah, learned with yeah, new really. exercise, beginner exercises, is they don't know how to manage exercise and most of the time they manage it too hard. So they almost yep. set themselves up for failure. So a part of your journey as a coach beside a beginner is actually getting to pull back and allow them to manage it so they can be successful and then totally you know and it's because i need their first experience because if they come along to the first experience and they fail they're not coming back you don't get a second chance So
1: totally. they won't they carry on yeah, yeah. whereas if, yeah. The,
0: if they come along and they walk away from that first session it's, they we'll go
1: take... oh you go. so i was going to say success breeds success
0: yeah and, and then what happens is I, i'm a big believer in belief comes from experience of success so what mm-hmm. happens is we manage mm-hmm. their their success journey. So every time they turn up, we make sure they're successful. And then what we do is we yeah. stretch them at the right level. So we're really delicate in how we how we grow them. And then what happens is they keep they get consistently turn up. They're consistently feel successful. So it gets the momentum of them moving forward. And then what we do mm. is then eventually what happens is they go. Should I come in five Ks? I, I believe I can do this. You know, yeah, totally. and and, and, I, and yeah. I'll tell you what, it's always really fascinating. I know the moment I get this because they come up to me and they say, you know what's really funny, Bev? Um, two things. I never thought that I liked running and I like running. And when I see mm. other runners, I think I'm a runner now. Oh, yeah. You know, and what, that, long... yeah. and what that tells me is they've shifted their identity. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you see yeah. yourself as a runner, you make behaviors like a runner you know and that's that's how you
1: you know what I mean you put the uniform on or you you know mentally you put the uniform on the outfit on you're like yes I am that yeah Yeah. and when you see other runners out there running you
0: think I'm one of them you know and (laughs) and so a part of my job as a coach is to guide that journey into that success journey so people are guided supported and wisely kind of working through this pathway so they can be successful
1: you, you you take it from a different like this is, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, I think a lot of coaches and going back to the coach side of things struggle with this side of coaching where they're coaching like they coach a system. They coach just they just it's like I'm on the wheel on the hamster wheel, doing the same thing. Where and I think that something has to change globally. Where the coaches that stand out further are the ones that go along these lines that look at the success of like the mental side of the, the, yeah. of the cause you, like you said, success brings success. So if you're looking at how they are emotionally attaching to the exercise, mm-hmm. how they are emotionally involved in the trainings, you know, that's what's gonna pull them along. I mean, it, I look at it always like you can't, or you can always, sorry, you can take a, the horse to water but you can't force it to drink. Yeah. But if you show the horse why they're drinking and the reasons behind it, you know, and they, they'll go do it themselves. You know, I think there needs to be shifting and coaching to go along, along these lines of well, how And I totally agree,
0: because, like, the real, the real journey of our 5k runners is a psychological journey, you know, oh. it's, it's a personal development I mean, yeah. journey, and exercise is just the route we help them get there with, and, and, we, and we think of a lot of things, so for example, we know, because everyone's, over, everyone's unfit, haven't exercised a long time, a lot of overweight people, um, we know everyone's worried about being the last runner. No one mm-hmm. wants to be last. Yeah. So we set up a system mm-hmm. that basically no one can – what happens is they always do an out-and-back run, So, but it's based on mm-hmm. time. So they walk, walk run, they go out for 14 minutes, but after 14 minutes you might be faster than me, so you're further up the road. But then when we turn around, I'm now at the front. So that takes the emotional yeah, yeah, yeah. pressure of worrying about being the last. So when we design this mm-hmm. product, we've got to think of all those little things that helps people totally. to psychologically win. You know, and that's, yeah. you know and, and that's, the exercise is probably only 10% of the reasons, the program we write around the exercise is only 10% of <laughs> the reason they're successful. You know, it's, it's the psychological yeah. journey where we're kind of, without them knowing it, we're kind of creating a psychological journey for them, which allows them mm-hmm. to be successful.
1: Yeah, you, you still always, you always hear this question, oh, what can I do to get fit? What can I do to get fit? I mean, my, my response has always been like, well, just find something you love and you're passionate about because it's something you'll hold on to. It's something you'll carry on to continue on, yeah. on with. I mean, you know, there's so many ways you can do exercise What um, people connecting yeah. with is the, the emotional attachment to this, this different product or this brand or brand. I mean, Liz Mills is a freaking perfect example of that. You know, it, again, it's just like body pump, just Bicep curls, squats, and deadlifts—you yeah. know—they do the same repetitive exercise, but it's so successful globally because there's emotional attachment to it with the community, with a peer people, with the music, a lot of things like that. Is um, it going right. back in the coach? Uh, or just for on. you,
0: what do you feel helps create success for people who aren't exercising?
1: See, for me, my first thing is always about the environment. Yeah. So it's, it's environment. Where people get held in not held into but have been have fallen into i mean it, it's like the old uh cooking a cooking a frog type of uh, analogy where if you know you put it into boiling water it leaps back out yeah. but you put it into, into cold water and warm it up and it stays there and i think that's where a lot of people get stuck when you look at it whether it be through the year or through the, the lifetime and i've definitely learned more of this over the last three years because i got into that position where i was i trained i, I didn't train one day and then i, I train it and i it was a couple of days off and then you know, there started being a gap and there's there's a point where I actually got to about three months and I didn't I didn't exercise, like go to the gym or train, but I was still active. Yeah. You know, um and it's the same thing with, with people, I think they fall into the space where it's it's not you know everyone knows that sugar's bad for you. Coke and all this other thing, you know, that's not good they still have it. smoking's not good for you, but they still they still have it, you know, 'cause they're slowly they've been pulled into the space, this area and this environment around them. And so always when it comes to exercise and stuff like that to create changes um, like yourself like feel successful you know it, it's never going I'm never going to tell anyone that wants to start some running to go for a 1k or 5k run I wouldn't even tell them that. Like, just go just go for a walk if you want to yeah. and how far whatever you want I don't care if you go out there for 60 seconds yeah. that's, that's the start you know the same thing it's success breeds success mm. so if you feel good about going you know the simple fact that someone getting off the couch going out just going outside to go stand outside mm. That makes them feel better. And it's that emotional attachment well, if that felt good that's going to allow them to go outside again tomorrow or, the, or later on that day. And then, you know, it, nobody likes being told what to do, what they do. Like, if they, if they feel like, nobody, no one likes to be out of control. Yeah. So, if it is something that's very simple going back to, going out the door, standing there looking around, great, come back inside. Next day, you might go out again, you might go for a little bit of a walk, you might go for 100 meters down the road. Next day, you know might 150, whatever feels, and then you might do less one day, but then you go back out, you know again, creating an environment around you, and I always talk about the people around yeah. you as well, you know you, you say about runners, runners that are on runners, they start to dress, act, yeah. you know as a part of the community, same thing you know if, if you want it, it's hard I know it's hard probably um, I find it hard trying to help people understand that you know there may be especially close family members or friends that aren't into what you do. And, and without, um, without actually knowing what they end up doing is they end up, what do you think, They end up putting you down or they end up holding you back. Yeah. You know, not, not many, meaning, not many meaning Yeah. It's just that, oh, they, they may not be into, for example, running. They may yeah. not be into running with a leg. And why would you go for a one K run? That's yeah. silly. This, you know, just do this or come out party. Um, and they don't mean to try, but down, but what it does is it does have an effect. You know, people do like to listen to people that are closest to them. And, it's it is, it is it's, it's a it, it's a shaky ground when you try and say well look change your environment. And we go, well, I'm not going to get rid of my family. I'm not going to get rid of my friends. Yeah, yeah. It's like no yeah no one no one's saying that, but it becomes a different problem or it becomes a different issue where you, you try and say you don't have to get rid of them. But I'm saying like maybe you should look elsewhere as far as if you want to start running. If you like one of your goals is to tick off a, a marathon, then you know go see people that are running. Go de- go to areas that go down like, if you don't feel. A, confident in the group and go down to a space we know that they're running track and other people will be running. Mm. You know, and just immerse yourself in that environment to create new habits, to create daily consistencies that allow you to feel successful every single day and consistently will you'll improve yourself, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as long as you're consistent with it, you'll get better and better and better. So um yeah, that's that's for me on that on that side. Well, of and things th- and of, I'll
0: add to that because I think that. Um, I, I'm a real big believer in – because it's we're different people in different environments, you know. Yeah. Who totally. are you when you – you know, if you go out for a drink for your mates on a Saturday night, you know, yeah, we, we really are because our environments yeah. influence us a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, you know, think of whoever's listening to us right now, think about this right now. Who are you when you're at work? Who are you when you're at mm. home? Who are you when you're just out with your mates having a you know, good night with your friends? You know, there's, you're all the mm. same, but you're kind of slightly different and different behaviours come in those worlds. And so if we know yeah. that environments influence us, why would it be really wise about the environments we choose to put ourselves in? You know, and, and it's kind of what Hopefully. you're saying there, isn't it? You know, is that if you yeah. are a beginner and you can find a really good beginner group exercise mm. programme, that's going to be really mm. supportive, got a great leader, you got a much higher chance of success because that environment nurtures that kind of growth. Literally. Yeah.
1: Totally. Yeah. I mean, look at the change, look, the change you go back, let with, with, with you and when you made that change when you are 24-7 on, on, a, on a drug alcohol. alcohol, then your, your environment completely changed, right? Well, you, yeah, exactly. So made, like, learn,
0: I went, I went like, I had like 20 mates I hung out with all the time and the next week I didn't yeah. see them again. Like, uh, you Really? I, you know, and I was lucky and it's, it was one of the reasons it was easy for me to give up because I'd recently just joined the gym and I just mm-hmm. started to kind of meet friends at the gym. So I, I, I literally stepped away from my drug mates and these weren't bad people. We just had bad behaviors. And then I mm-hmm. went into a new environment and I was a totally new person and people, and people always yeah. asked me, was it hard to give up the drugs and alcohol? And I'm going to be honest, it wasn't because I was no longer around it. I didn't have to face it anymore because I was in a yeah. new environment. Whereas if I tried yeah. to give up and stay in that old environment... I probably wouldn't have given up because I would have given in eventually.
1: You know, totally. so, so that's
0: 100%. a real good example of it, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, um,
1: it, it, it's a great thing too. How how difficult, I mean, in this day and age, do you feel it is for people to achieve that? I mean, because a lot of people, um, with social media, um, society is all about, you know, people are scared about being judged. Yeah. And, it's, and like, they, they have this fear of loss, I mean, when it comes to making changes and like saying, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm definitely like that. I've like, if some friend is not enhancing your life, or not least, or possibly influencing your life, then for me, you should remove them out of your life. Yeah, I'm kind of like I that. mean, yeah. it's not that. it's not no. that they're a bad person. It's just that it's different from what you are and what you want to do with your life. If it's you know, not helping you move towards who want. you
0: want to be, maybe it's time to move towards people who would. Which is a hard thing to say, and, totally. it, and it can be hard if it's family. But um, <clears> the people we the people we surround ourselves with. A reflection. It's interesting. She, my daughter's a really good example of this. I've got a 22 year old daughter, um, and she mm-hmm. when she lives she had, she had they were good kids, but she she was a bit like me. Um The kids were just not doing good things, um, and then mm-hmm. she decided the best she wanted to go travel, so she went to Australia. And my daughter wasn't doing amazingly well at life at that moment when, when she went to Australia. Mm-hmm. She's met mm-hmm. a new bunch of friends. They're all ambitious. They all got this yeah. kind of get ahead in life attitude. And my daughter, like in a, in like a Turnaround moment is a totally different person. still same kind of personality, but now she's ambitious. Yeah. She's trying to grow. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get here. She sees a future yeah. that's really bright, and it's really obvious. Mm. It's just you know, ultimately she's just changed her environment.
1: <laughs> you know uh, how? How, do you, how then? So the, the first question comes back to then how?
0: Well, H- well,
1: if, if, if the things that you've learned that what makes it easier for people to be able to make these changes, or they like.
0: I think you've got to explore. I I think, to me, I think you've got to go, like, I I think, like, for example, if you're trying to find a fitness product, don't just sign up to the first one you sign up to. Like, literally go around Mm -hmm. and and try 10 different products in your local area. And and while Mm. you're trying the exercise, what you're really trying to figure out is what's the environment like. Because do you feel supported? Do you feel the people in there are the kind of people you'd like to hang out with? You know, Mm -hmm. because like going back to my running group, we've learned that if we can if we can help them make friendships, they're going to be more successful. So a lot of what we do Mm -hmm. is help them make friendships when they join the group. We do a lot of things behind the scenes to help them build friendships because we know that if they build friendships, they're going to come along because there's social accountability. They want to hang out with their mates. So I would say Mm -hmm. if you're someone who's not exercising and you are listening to what we're saying right now about environment, don't just go to the first gym you try. Go in and go, what's what's the environment? What's, what, what are these people? Yeah. How does it feel? What do I feel supportive? You know, And if, I guarantee if you can pick the right one, the chance of your success in exercise goes through the roof.
1: Yeah, massively. You know? massively. And I, that's I like, totally agree,
0: 100%, 100%. And that's where like, I think of you and I. And our job, our job is to create mm-hmm. environments. You know our job is to create like i'm really proud i did a testimonial for my running group the other day and we did a testimonial with this lady called lisa lisa had never she'd probably be i don't know late 30s maybe early 40s um had an exercise in a long time you know not in a healthy place Mm -hmm. and we did this testimonial and one thing she said was i went to the first session and i instantly knew i belonged and i was like wow i was so proud of that (laughs) quote because i was like that's what we're trying that's the environment we want to create and Great mm-hmm. fitness leaders are thinking of that. They're thinking of what's, yeah. what's the environment that, that I want someone who's coming into my world, what I want them to feel. And I I was just like, when she said that, it was just the most proudest thing I could hear in my career because it's like I've taken someone who's never exercised and I've made them a world where first day they walk in and go, oh, this is they great. me. You know, yeah. and, and we all know belonging is a part of humanity. So if you feel like belonging yeah. in your fitness environment, you're going to go back, aren't you?
1: Every time, every, every single time. time and like, I addiction. imagine like, I,
0: you've gone back into playing sport. I know you're playing touch rugby. And I imagine being yeah. part of a team again is, makes you feel belonging.
1: Oh, massively. It's, it's like what, and, and exactly this. and like for, for me, what I ended up doing was just going down, playing a couple of games of touch. Um, to what now is I've actually created a team. Okay, so, like, so you're creating the environment. Me, of the environment, yeah. yeah. So it's been the same thing, you know, going outside of things. I was like, oh, I enjoy this. Um, There's teams around there. And, and funny enough, it was that the teams, the team there was a very good team. There's one very good team there, and they're fantastic, you know, they're very, very good. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I thought, well, that's great, and they got a good community. And for whatever reason, it was just like, well, I'd like to do it. I, I like that kind of thing myself. And mm-hmm. so I was like, let's see if I can do the same kind of thing and then put together teams that would. Be competitive against each other because then you can learn and grow. It wasn't for to say like, it wasn't for any banners or anything. <laughs> they yeah. just like, we can put another good team together, then we'd have much good battles. They like could have good yeah. uh, team battles, yeah. and then uh, everyone would get would grow and get better. And, and then that's when that's what happened, you know. And then okay, these, these communities and same thing, these guys. You know, some guys want to go to this, this team, some guys want to come to our team, but in the end, we're, all, we're mates and stuff like that. You know, the community is within the community yeah. of, of, of touch. And That's what maybe. you've done there is you what know, I think
0: the great, is a great job of a great fitness professional is you create a world. You know, great fitness mm. professionals create worlds, and they create worlds yeah. where, you, you know, what you've done is you've not just because you had a dominant team, but you've actually created a world which mm. makes everybody higher. You know, and, and yeah, it, totally. it, you know that's what I like to think about is what what worlds am I creating? What when you know what all that kind of stuff? Because if people can come into my world and they feel like they belong, then I'm going to help more people get fit. If people come to your touch team and they feel like it's about growth and about challenge, mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to yeah. be better people. You know, and that's what it's all about. How
1: long how long have you had this um the running group for? Because it's been quite a while, right? Yeah, You've we've had the for
0: about twelve years now. So yeah.
1: I just can't remember the, the
0: name of it uh it's called extra mile runners um and but we've got different products so the 5k product's called get up to five but the extra mile runners is the, mm-hmm. the main product name but um yeah I, I love it i love it it's um it's 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 a way to help people grow that's what it's all about
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah so. the, um <laughs> It's funny because the running side of, of things, I mean, obviously, you're huge into running. You've done running for so long. I mean, it's just been a massive part of career. When it comes back into um, what's the differences you see between the running side of things and, let's say, the Les Mills, because you've done that for 20 years as well, yeah. the, the body attacker side of things. Okay. Um, there's similarities, obviously, with the cardiovascular capacity uh, with the different types of groups, but what are the things, what types of things you see the same, and some of the things you see different between the the, the two groups, like do you see a lot of people go from, "Oh, I've seen uh, Bevan do body attack on the on the stage. What does he have to do? He does running. I'm going to join his running group." Yeah. Or do you see people that go, oh, "I'm doing body attack, but no, I don't want to ever run." Do You um, see that at all, or? Uh,
0: the, the probably the big the big difference is not not that my running group's better than know because it's far from it. The only thing I, I wonder hmm. with group exercise is it, does it just become a habit eventually? You know, is oh, yeah. there this, this still growth? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like Les Mills. Totally. Like, you know, like Les Mills is, I love, don't get me wrong, I love the shit out of Les Mills. But, yeah. you know, someone who's done body tech every day for 20 years, um, you know, whereas often when you do like an event, you're, you're going towards a goal. And so, yeah. you know, like, like if you're going to run a marathon, it's a goal, which is a, a real growth journey. Whereas something like a, mm-hmm. a body pump class is, is more of a habit that I maintain to keep myself healthy and fit. Um, but yeah. that's, you know, like, that's where we look at like CrossFit. CrossFit definitely has that kind of an event you work towards. Um, so mm-hmm. th- th- that would probably be the only difference, but I, I, I I really love what Les Mills does. I think they're great. I think they've got, well, look at the success. You know, that's proven. You know and, and it's proven. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's not to say there's anything wrong with just having a habit of exercise. I do think it's good to, like, what's really interesting when you see gym members who do lots of classes is um, when they do do events, they do really well because they really fit people. You know what I mean? I'm sure yeah, you're an surely. example of that. Like when you started doing events, yeah. you know, you you're a guy who was just a kind of. A I just run a
1: marathon. I just do a half mind, man. No worries about it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and, and I'm sure you did pretty well. Painful. You know, and, <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> gym people often have wicked fitness. They just never actually use it in a world where they kind of test it. Mm. Um and, and I think it's good for them because they realize because it just makes them feel great about themselves because they are so fit.
1: So, where, where would you recommend? Well, not recommend. Where do you where do you see better retention, having those two differences, one being an habitual thing that keeps you fit, the other one being a goal-orientated, we're we part of a community.
0: Yeah,
1: it's um, a really good question. I don't know, to be honest. I, um, mm. Look, you see one, like, like longevity, some people go with goals, like goal oriented people, if they haven't got a goal, they're going to stop, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah I do you know, know what you're like, saying, because some people,
0: so, like, I remember, I was a bit like that when I was younger, my saying was, I'm only as good as my goal. Um, yeah, you know, which nowadays I'm not. Now I'm just more. I'm, I'm a consistent person. I still like to have goals, mm. but I don't. I'm not dependent on them. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So I, I think probably ultimately what we want to say is you need to know what works for you. Some people, yeah. if, like if you are that person who needs a goal, make sure you always got a goal in place. Once you finish a goal, yeah, a moment off, and then reset a goal? Or is there you're someone who's mm. a bit more just habitual? That's fine as well. It's, it's, I don't think there's a wrong or right. It's just. Yeah, what's right for you. Um, it's like that thing yeah, of, totally. some people like to tell the whole world they've set a goal and some people don't want to tell anybody. Now, that's not wrong or right. Yeah. It's just what's right for you, isn't it?
1: Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's the other thing about the whole, you know, how many people have done the whole one marathon and that's it. Yeah. Done the whole one Man or well, one... And, one, that's, one and,
0: and that's the thing, like, I would fail if somebody just did 5K and then went back to what they had done. Like, to me... I see. Yeah. You know, like I, I remember years ago we had this guy called Ewan do our five k group, and he was a he was a builder, big stocky guy, builder. Um, and he came along. He literally came up to the first running session in his building boots. Like, you know, and you know, just just imagine this, <laughs> real fun guy, real good guy. He ends up running five k's with us, and then he didn't rejoin the group, and it was just because building yeah. was so busy and he just couldn't fit it in. And then about two years later, I saw him and I said, "Oh, how you going, mate? You know, did you keep your running up?" He said, "Oh, you yeah, I've actually gone on to do a marathon." And I was like, oh, really? "Yeah, and, and it me, yeah, yeah, no, boots." But to me, <laughs> we've done our job because we've got them on the exercise yeah. journey, and yeah. that, that's, that's ultimately if you're moving consistently in your life, your life's better. And how you do it and what way works for you, as long as you're doing it, that's the most important thing.
1: Mm, but, uh, it, it, it's got me thinking of how it's 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 one of those things I struggle with as a professional. I mean, I don't, I don't do PT anymore. I don't, do, I don't do group fitness anymore. But what I definitely struggle with is the, to empower. How do you always keep empowering people? Because you, you know, you, you see it yourself day in and day out. How much of a difference it makes in your own life? Mm-hmm. How much more productive you are? How much more social you are, How much more relaxed you are? Yeah. How, you know, how much of a better day you have in your life? And it's, it's so. I fight with that whole. You should love this. I can't believe you're not doing this. You know, the understanding the opposite mindset is where the struggling, uh, struggle yeah. comes. And you no, know, 40 years later, still struggling to how do you help someone that says they want to change, yeah. but yet struggles to change. Yeah, those ones out there they are, like, oh, I want to lose weight, but then they won't stop smoking, they won't stop partying, they won't stop the late nights, they won't stop the bad, the bad habits and stuff like that. And it's, it's, you know. We talk about it now about how many times we can encourage, or how many different ways. Like we've talked about so many different ways already that we can encourage with the environment, the way to talk, the way to success, uh, to get people set up. There's still so many people out there. I still think like the active um, audience is maybe only 20 percent of the global population, if that. Yeah. You know, there's, there's far less than so many more people that. Could be, should be, or see the benefits of, of exercise, and yeah, it's a long way to go, right, eh, bro? Oh <laughs> so, so. It
0: really is. And it's, but one thing I often talk about is our industry has to take a bit of a blame for that because the problem with the fitness industry is we're really good at creating products for fit people, but we're not very good at creating yeah. products for non-fit people. You know, totally. like if you're it's fit, hugely. if you're fit, huge million great products out there, and they all work. You know, they all great. All mm-hmm. products do a great job of getting people fit, yep. but they're all designed for fit people, and that's where our 5K yeah. product has been really successful because we have it. We've designed it with a beginner in mind, and it's a completely mm. like we've got a half marathon group. The way we coach those people is completely different to how we coach our beginners, and um, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's one thing as an industry we need to kind of pull our, pull our pants up on because it's like. We need to we need to be developing more products that allows those beginners because the beginner goes along to a CrossFit class they walk away failing, it's just too hard, yeah. you know. And <laughs> even like you know like like even some of the Liz Mills programs they're like I love again I love Liz Mills, but if a beginner goes and does the CX workout, it's a hard workout, man. And you know, I'm a, yeah, I'm, and I'm a fit man and I find it hard, you know. So I think <laughs> I think one thing is an industry as a whole is we probably need to start putting more attention towards creating products that allows that 90% who are unsuccessful actually be successful because they've they, proven that they can't do it by themselves.
1: You know? Totally. Then, it, it, it's going to a question to you then. When you look at it like that, because obviously when people get into doing these groups and stuff, obviously people need to put bread on the table and, and things become commercialised. Is it because when people... Um, still people are trying to have the greatest fad, the greatest niche, um, like boot camp or different, um, uh, like hit class. Everyone's trying to re- reinvent the same wheel yeah. because those people are, are buying it. So how could how, how can, like, you know, as an industry, how can he, how, how do you step away from that? Yeah. There's like that money, there's like a money bag in front of you, right? Yeah. And you're like, going, oh, well, let's jump in this, in this pool and let take part of that, uh, that, that, that money. But then, you yeah, like, you Totally. I, I, I don't. I, I've tried. That. In fact, the last year well, was it two? Uh, just over a year ago, um, two years ago, I was a part of a company that was doing that. The, the target was the um, the, the greater audience—that ninety percent of people who are not active—and that's what the whole idea was just to just gamify, make it really simple, make it really accessible, make it easy for people to be a part of just activity. Yeah. Not so much exercise. I mean, obviously there's, there's a pathway within the product that allowed you to develop and, and go forward and, and develop a, a love and passion for fitness, but the main focus was people that are inactive and going that way. And one of the struggles we found was that it, the product in the end of the day was a fitness product. There's, there's, you can't, you know, it's yeah. not it's, it's all pretty much the same, okay? The struggle was that the mindset still is with people that don't want to exercise they don't want to exercise. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we, need, to, we need to make, definitely I agree with you 100%, there should be more products out there that do it. I think you're right where the, the fitness-minded person probably isn't the right person that's going to do that. Yeah. I think it's probably going to be the, the non-fitness-minded person yeah. or the person who isn't lazy, that, 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 that person is probably going to come up with that product that allows other couch potatoes yeah. to get off the couch you know, and just be like, just be active. Never mind, never mind. Exercise, exercise is probably a, a word that a lot of people will never want to use in their entire life. Yeah, you yeah. know. But yeah. I totally agree with the whole industry thing. It needs to be. It, there needs to be something out there, but it's just hard. And who, who, who could do that? I, I don't know. Like for me as a fitness mind, I struggled with trying to relate the product to, to even the though it was. It was uh, to the market that we were trying to go towards, you now we were talking about. L- 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 we had an L- elderly um, uh, audience that would just want to be staying active, and then the our audience was the ones that yeah are overweight, overweight, maybe obese. They simply just wanted to move, and the struggles was you don't if you probably you don't probably actually need a fitness product. You probably just need a maybe a game yeah. or a reward system to get them just to keep active. Just, yeah moving. totally yeah. you know you, you get rewarded just for stepping outside your door yeah you know type of thing like that or you get rewarded just for for putting down that piece of pie or that that, yeah. that, that cake or whatever it was and, that, and, and, that if of,
0: are, and as much yeah. as i'm kind of i think our industry has some things to blame the consumer has some blame as well because consumer rewards the industry for for selling them shit they don't need you know what i mean like yeah you know like battling yeah that's the thing isn't it? like like f45 they have these eight weeks do you have F 45 over there yeah, yeah. yeah and they yeah, have these eight them, week challenges and the, and it's a really short-term bad thing because basically what do you do you do an eight-week diet which is basically not maintainable in the long term sure people lose weight on it Fresh. but they all put it back on it's a really bad habit mm-hmm. but it sells and so it encourages f45 to create a product that's not good um, that's what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah so so the consumer doesn't help either and I think one thing If you're listening to this and you're thinking shit, you know, this is for me, I'm I am a beginner exerciser. Yeah. It's a life journey. It's a life journey of loving movement. You know, and it ain't a six week journey. You know, like you know, like it isn't it isn't. It's it's a life journey of realizing that by having movement in my life, my life is better. And so what's a wise path for me to walk down on that journey? You know, and to me to learn the right lessons along the way at the right time so that a year from now, I just no understand what it's like to mm-hmm. enjoy activity in my life, and to me, yeah. that that's it's uh, the 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 user, the consumer, has to stop looking for the quick fix because the quick fix, even if it works, always falls back. You know, it, yeah. it's only a quick, it's totally. only yeah. Whereas you look at people who create long term sustainable change, as they have a long term wise pathway forward. And so it's, it mm. is partly that as well. It's definitely got. It's the biggest it's, challenge for our industry, isn't
1: it? Oh man, everyone was looking at red pill, blue pill type of thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Hey, okay. yeah. get it done! Get it done! Yeah. Um, man, <clears throat> I, have to, I have to say that the it, it, it's it's really. Um, oh no, I can't I think of the word private. I'm just saying it, it's just it's really cool to be able to talk to you about one of the stuff. I, yeah. So the, 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 the passion and the fuel, are, I'm resonating with it really, really um, a, a, a lot. Another um, thing, we, we've done about an hour. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> we'll probably wrap it up. I can't
0: pass my bedtime. Yeah. mate. We could talk for like days. I think it's
1: like 8.30pm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's, I, we didn't really have a plan for this, by the way, guys. We just kind of just, yeah, jumped we, we, had we no plan. This is I'm gone, but it's been hugely interesting and really, really um big insights I've, I've taken out of this. And I'd definitely love to have you back on. I'd love to, to, to do more with your podcast and stuff like that for sure. Um, let, let's look to wrap this up because, yeah, uh, in, in, in summary, we, we've gone along. The change, I mean, changes is, is a big, part. there's lots of points we've actually gone through. <laughs> um, just saying, we well, start, mate. Um, a, a summary on if you, you how, how would you summarize?
0: I would say if you are somebody who's listening to this and realizing that you do need to create some change, I would say probably I've talked to two people. If you are someone who's listening to this and who does want to make change in your life, that environment thing is really important. And look mm-hmm. for people who have created environments where you feel you belong, where you feel you could, they will safely mm-hmm. guide you, and where you can feel you mm-hmm. can be a part of a community. Because if you can do that, you increase your chances massively. Also, work at the right level where you are right now. Don't be too ambitious. Just get into the habit, and they will go from there. And, and realize... That it's not a movement game; it's a psychology game, and, and that's what you're trying to learn. Yeah, yeah. And then, if fitness professionals, because I'm sure lots of fitness professionals listen to this, realize it's your job to be the creator of that environment, and then to nurture your people so that they do have a safe world where they can develop themselves and get all those benefits of exercise. And if, if you know, we can encourage more fitness professionals to do that, um, you know, th- then maybe we will be doing more of that work we were talking about
1: before. Bang on, bang on, bro. Right, um, I've just checked up your your website, BevanJamesIsles dot com. Yep, correct. Uh, yeah, there's a Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> they can find all the uh, podcast on there as well, and your social media tag or your hash. Uh,
0: um, Instagram's oops. Bevan James Isles. Um, Just look at Bevan James Isles with you, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with it. And Isles yep. is E Y L E
1: S. So,
0: and actually, if, if you are listening to that, this, what
1: was that? I did spell it correctly if oh, up, up.
0: There
1: you, go. you can see it on the youtube though yeah there you go <laughs> Sorry, so, so um
0: well i just i do have an online version of our 5k product which is like a video version um if they go to my cool. website and then look at my running group you can go on there and check it out it's a downloadable it's basically um videos of the exercises but actually what it is each week i take you through a mentoring session so it's like a 20 30 minute mm-hmm. mentoring session which helps you learn all those psychological things you need to learn. So if if you do want to run five Ks through a system of mine, you can check that out on my, go through my website.
1: Brilliant, bro! We've got to get you back on. We've got to talk more. <laughs> it's just just the, the knowledge and experience just blows blows my mind, and it always has. Um, yeah, so the guys that are watching, yeah, definitely reach out to Bevan. Um, you can contact him directly. You can drop messages in the comment section here. Uh, down below um, but again yeah if you want to have any questions let us know if there's any topics you'd like us to talk about as well yes. let us know about those, those the kind of topics I'm sure we uh, lots lots of knowledge when it comes to fitness understanding and the emotional side of that as well the emotional connection with fitness um, guys from Fine for people thank you guys very much for joining us until next time we'll see you then but remember every time every day sorry daily 1030 a.m dubai time you can contact us and be in touch as well but Bro, thank you very much for joining us. I'm going to sign this one off. Um, <laughs> well, uh, if you just wait for it then, I'll come back to you in, in a second.
0: Right, yeah, that's my interview that, uh, that I did with Grant Goes where, where he kind of interviewed me, um, so you can check that out, I feel you got some good insight in there. It's one thing I haven't talked about on this on this show for a long time, is kind of one of the themes that came through a lot in this episode was the, the themes of environment. And I'm writing a new book which I've started kind of talking to you guys about and the whole idea of this new book is how do you take someone who doesn't exercise at all to have a love of exercise within a year. And one of the things around this is going to be that whole, the choosing of your environment. And you know, I just, uh, to me, if I want to be a high level person. I want to put myself in environments Take me to that place. So, if you do want to check out, um, well, wait for my book to come. But just something to be really aware of. You know, what what environments am I consciously putting myself in as I think about these things? So, that's pretty much this show done and dusted. Obviously, it's a bit longer than what we normally do. So, hopefully, you got something out of the, from the episode. If you do want to support the show, go to bevanjamesisles.com You can become an amazing patron. If you're also one of the things that you can do is put feedback on any of your podcast If it's Spotify, if it's iTunes if it's any of the Google options putting feedback out there just helps get attention to the shows it's really helpful as well and lastly if you've got a friend who you think get value from what I do just send them towards the show I'm going to get out of here because it's been a long episode so thank you for your time keep being you and I'll see you in two weeks time in the next episode of the Bevan James Isle Show